I, Vegeta, the prince of all Saiyans, hereby command that you do not listen or subscribe to the Dragon Ball 4 Life podcast. Whatever you do, would you defy royalty? No! Bye! And we back. What's up, lifers? We out of the hyperbog time chamber with part two of our episode. One day turn into one week. One week turn into one year. But who cares? Because we're here. Bow. I did, uh, you did, you know, walk into another question and in your early days as working as mm. a voice actor, do you think that um, at least so far in your experience, the voice acting industry, uh, if they actively engage in acts of inclusivity and do you think it promotes a safe space for, for everyone? Or do you think that, you know, they're they're starting there, but there still is a lot of room to grow? I mean, obviously there's definitely room to grow mm-hmm. for everything, but do you think that, you know, with it in your early and your early experiences so far, you're like, no, I feel a hundred and ten percent comfortable being who I am, expressing myself in the way that I want to be. And because it, I think, you know, it's it's a medium that people should be there hundred and ten percent true and authentic self i have so um i've only been here for two years there still are some things that i wish i could change especially within the english voice acting realm there's a lot of things that i wish weren't the way that they are um i mean there's a reason why i have this accent you know (laughs) And uh, <laughs> we're not gonna get into that. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a and with remote voice acting, there's a lot of limitations that have stopped me from being able to completely, you know, um, submerge myself into the industry and. I do wish mm-hmm. that, that that could change in the nearest nearest future. And I understand that that expectation might be a little unrealistic, but like I said, you know, we're, I'm not alone in this ever. Like tons of other people who, who think the same way and who want mm-hmm. the same things. And I think it's possible. I don't know when it is possible though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we just had a uh, shout out to Brina. We just had a voice actor on uh, not too long ago. Well, we don't ever know when these episodes drop in order, so I might be future this, <laughs> actually. So, but uh, we had kind of got into that stream of consciousness with her as well, like how different it is, you know, uh, in the industry now compared to like when things were a lot more in person mm-hmm. in terms of like it's in terms of um getting your content out and access it might be easier but because it's not in person it's harder to like sell mm-hmm. yourself because it's like really just you know you're doing a tape or a reel or a screener or whatnot and then it's just like you got two to five minutes to just convey as much of as to why you are supposed to get these jobs versus if you're doing like a live mm-hmm. audition you might be able to schmooze yeah. a little bit you know make them laugh this then the third so it's like I could definitely uh, see why, you know, you coming in where you're at, it's just like you kind of like missed that mm-hmm. era and whatnot and how, why you would like be like, ah, I just want to yeah. get there. <laughs> and whatnot, That's with English sure. voice acting and, and you're just limited to this like 
very short clips of, of what you're actually capable of doing. And I'm a firm believer that when you voice act, you don't do it alone. You're doing it with your voice director. Your, um, yeah, with your voice director. Because sometimes um, you can be as creative as you want to be as a voice actor. And your take can be just as, you know, fantastic as it can be. But it's inevitable that um, there are times when your vision just does not align with the director's vision. And that can just be so easily fixed if you're there, if you were in person, if you were talking to this person, and if this person were able to just, hey, I think you need to, you know, pitch that up a little bit, or can you be a little bit quieter, or don't breathe into the microphone too much. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very minor things that can be fixed or things that can be worked on together that I think a lot of remote voice actors are not capable of doing because of these very much limiting things. But at the same time, it is also like a breakthrough because you wouldn't have thought I would be able to voice act for something that's like way over in America from Indonesia. And I'd be recording in my silly little mm -hmm. recording space in my room <laughs> and my voice would be out there, you know, <laughs> somewhere humble beginnings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, behind this backdrop is a bed, a TV. My bed is literally right there. Right there. <laughs> Perception that is That is true and real. <laughs> hey, ties of what we were saying earlier. Oh, my. Well, we, 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 uh, we teased. Well, not teased. We just flat out said that you are, uh, dang, I forgot the saying. You that do a lot of true. stuff. <laughs> you do a lot more than just voice acting. And we definitely want to highlight, you know, the music. And we want to get into your new hobbies mm -hmm. and cosplay but uh just to to double back or just stay here for one second you had mentioned that growing up you were a big fan mm -hmm. of anime and, you know just cartoons in general what were what were some of your faves like what what did what did what did the young Maya grow up watching what was your gateway drug not, yes. <laughs> what, what got, got you to it? where you uh, are today i don't know if, if you would know this anime it's like it's pretty old i think it was in back in um 2010 or even I thought you were going to say like nah. 76. Maya, you legitimately have, in my, I, this is the first moment. Oh I my feel, God. Oh, I, <laughs> facts. Um, you said, you, it, this is old. You said 2010. That's I, when I graduated I mean, high school. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <'cause> then, <laughs> This is, right. this is a first and, for everything. But anyway, in, in, sorry, 20, in 2010, I was 20 <laughs> doing dumb shit. That's what I was doing. Was in, in wait, how old was I in 20? I can count. I can count. Um, <laughs> I was you seven. Know. Oh, yeah. No, no. I remember I was in fifth grade, which means okay. that Jesus. was 2012 something something. You know, supposedly the end of the world. You were in oh, the fifth was, grade in 2012. Oh, that was I'm like 19 right now. <laughs> that is crazy. You you have a, a very uh, a mature oh my spirit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, I mean that. It, I mean that it's in the I'm highest praise. Like you are uh, well beyond your years. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, it was it was called Pretty Rhythm, and it was an anime about just you know idols 
idols, not, I almost said voice acting, huh? No, they were, (laughs) they were ice skating while singing, while Mm. dancing, while jumping around. And every time they jump, they, they turn into this magical being who just floats and they have names for all of their jumps. And if I remember correctly, in each season, they have at least 20 jumps of which I memorized every single one of them. So uh, <laughs> that was the level of obsession. Why is that the most yeah. perfect gateway anime for it's you? So like, mean, I, right? in, the, in the hour that we've that we've been speaking to you, you saying that I'm like that makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, one thousand. Everybody says your first your first gateway drug anime is what decides who you're going to be. Explain to you. <laughs> so you so you had Pretty Rhythm. We had mm-hmm. Steven Universe. Was there anything else that was just like a, a must? watch for you growing up oh fun fact i didn't watch steven universe until the pandemic so technically i didn't grow up with it right Mm, very recently so uh (laughs) what i grew up with was obviously doraemon i spongebob oh my gosh i should tell you that like in a very genuine way i think spongebob if if spongebob were a person i think they would be the love of my life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like we can we connect on uh-huh, i feel levels. like <laughs> y'all say that but i feel like if you were in a in an actual relationship oh, yeah. with like a couple no, months in, you're like, Bro, just shut up have... like, a moment of, a moment of silence please <laughs> <laughs> we, we were married and 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 what you know everything i, I remember when i was growing up it was so strange <laughs> there you go. i mean <laughs> I guess you could say that Spongebob is my first. Look, give it to us. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess you could say that, that Spongebob is my first fictional crush. However that sounds to you, I, it, it is what it is. He was my everything. No, you're good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure my, I'm, I, if I had to like think, if I, if I sat and thought my answer might be different, <laughs> but like my, my quick response which is probably my most authentic <laughs> response is a misty off pokemon i'm pretty real. sure real. pretty real. sure it was misty mm. off pokemon mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she, she was just like oh what a firecracker <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh man that's that's great but that yo i'm still reeling on the fact that you're 19 yeah, I'll, I'll, be crazy 20, to me. <laughs> I'll be 20 this year ashley and then like in like a month whoa what Oh, happy almost birthday! Are you? You're I April am. baby. Whoa! It just hit me. My daughter, my older, my older daughter is. Uh, she's Ooh, an April baby. Twenties. It just hit me that I'm gonna turn twenty in a month. <laughs> there you you're go. Like, okay, what happens? So you That's know, time. time well, what happens? Now. You know, once you turn twenty. <laughs> so 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 I'll I'll speak uh-huh, for me and uh-huh, Trav uh-huh. on this. So, uh, in terms of the states, me and Trav are in like a very. Uh, rare breed of mm-hmm. era so we're both mm-hmm. 90s babies so we're old enough so i was born in literally mm-hmm. 1990 so like we're me and Trevor are both the age where it's like we're old enough to know what life was pre you know yeah. the internet boom but we were also uh in it enough to like not look fake living mm-hmm. that life like being like you know mm-hmm. technology savvy and being able to keep up with <laughs> the kids and whatnot what have you so <laughs> it's hard because like maybe like 80s babies that try to like, you know, uh, be more modern. It doesn't come off very mm-hmm. authentic. 
So it's just like, uh, I can tell how old you are. But like us 90s kids, I call us like the chameleon era. Like we can we can exist with like our older generation because like mm-hmm. they were like we're like the last generation of like outside kids like that played outside and scraped our knees and stayed out to the street lights were on. You're stuff. talking as but if we I've were... never done that. <laughs> No, 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 and no, and, and that's, it's crazy because like it's, it's coming uh-huh. back, like it's coming back. But there was like a real weird. Those I always say like the kids who are like born on and or, or around like two thousands, uh-huh. like the two thousand era kids, like the inside yeah. kids, like that just were inside inside. Is weird because it's like to to go back to your question. It's hard for me to like accurately depict what it might be like mm-hmm. when you turn in twenty, because because of like the time that me and Trav were born we were so involved on both sides like you were saying it's like two people in one <laughs> one consciousness it's like we got like the old soul from like our mm. 80s kids that like you know <laughs> raised us but then we were still like 10 and 11 when like stuff started like become more digital and whatnot so like we still like mm. fit in like Keep we were there first. but it's like you'll love it short short answer you'll love oh, it <laughs> you'll love yeah. it <laughs> and, I'll, and i'll add to it and say that the the 20s are really the years where make you bad really- decisions yeah, where you shape shift and mold into the person you become because once I hit 29 close to, to mm-hmm. well I'm 31 right now, but once I hit 29 and into 30, I almost felt like I was not like complete, but like I knew I exactly who I was, mm-hmm. I what my and look, it's it's different for a lot of people, but those years in my 20s were real where I was like I made mistakes, I Learned a lot about myself, but I also, you know, had fun, made like decisions that now I'm like, yo, trap you wallin'. <laughs> but <laughs> but now though, it's like and also too, if anyone tells you that 30 years old, nope. No, it's, not. it's, it's still young. It's That's still cool. it's still it's like so I, I'm I'm, I feel like I'm thriving that people now. People say that <laughs> like, because do they have like any of a do they have a the concept of what like life is? If you think you know, 30 you know what is, it is old, total tangent. I have, I have a theory on that total, uh-huh. <laughs> but I have a theory on that because in my in my mm. headspace, I feel like older gets younger, like yeah, every 10 yeah, years, yeah. like the age, like every mm-hmm. decade, like that age up is like more acceptable to like mm-hmm. do dumb shit for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. And I think the reason why that is, is like my my theory is the age of whatever it is that you got, quote unquote, kicked mm-hmm. out of the house and you realize that it still mm-hmm. sucks like that then became the age that your parents decided not to kick you out so it was just like our parents got kicked out at mm-hmm. 18 struggled it was like i'll never kick my kid mm-hmm. out at 18 i'll let him be yeah. 23 then you know that kid got kicked out at 23 struggles like i'll never kick my kid out at 23 i'll give him mm-hmm. the 25 and it's just like each year that we're like you know sent out of the nest to like fly on our own and like we're struggling terribly like we hold that resentment like why did they put me out like this like it is not nah. easy out here so it's like because in hindsight like Travis saying so you had mentioned in in 2012 like what you were doing i was getting ready mm-hmm. to become a dad at mm-hmm. in 2012 and like at the time <clears throat> being 22 and becoming a father like at that time that wasn't like a crazy yeah. thing like I wasn't like I wasn't like uh the the term a baby having a baby. But like now that I'm 32, looking back, I was probably way too mm-hmm. young to be having a kid. But was like but at the time, you know, in 2012, like 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 Travel was saying like we were saying like 20 20 seemed older 10 years ago. 
like when you were 20 like you you were looked at as i want like not like an elder statesman but like a responsible mm-hmm. member of society but it's just like now in my 30s when i'm looking at i, I like no people like in their 20s like my cousins or nieces and nephews or i i used to teach and so i still keep in contact with a lot of my old students who are like now in their 20s now i'm like Y'all are still babies. Y'all don't know shit. <laughs> like, 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 and, and I'm just like, damn, I was really out here like living on my own, paying bills, raising kids. Like, why did life let me do these things by myself? <laughs> like, oh, that is crazy. I should have still been in the house. <laughs> and and there was and and there was one moment where I, f- I forget where it was, but it was as I was getting close to 30. I remember just being out with mm-hmm. a group of people and thinking like okay they're definitely my age or younger and, and i they're like, like 30, 35 <laughs> and i was like oh all right well yeah. <laughs> like y- y'all y'all acting younger than me so okay yeah. you know what uh, any any thought of 30 being young yo bring it on bring it on uh, and then try, on the flip side of that how many times have we been out and we've been vibing and we've like you know been you know busting it up and chopping it up with everybody and then we find out that like we're the old people that are there and it's just like <laughs> holy shit like we're the oldest people here <laughs> had no idea let's, let's, that's let's request that uh-huh. yeah, yeah that, that's that's why i'm saying that's why my like you saying you're 19 like you know me and trav because like we're in like that weird blended era we're so used to hanging out with the people like 10 years behind us and 10 years mm-hmm. after us that it's like it's hard to gauge how old our yeah. peers are like the people in our surroundings like had you told me it was 27 <laughs> i'd have been rolling like i'm like yeah like that checks out right. I, mean, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, re- I remember shout out to me and Chad, our good brother jordan i remember uh we had taken our kids to a carnival uh-huh. This was maybe like so my oldest daughter's nine. So this was maybe like six years ago. So she was like three or four. And uh we wanted to get on the rides mm-hmm. really bad, but like no other adults were <laughs> on the ride. So we was just like we were like, yo, we're gonna wait, we're gonna wait for one of the older people to get on so we'll know it's okay. And then like ten minutes went by and we looked at each other, we was like, Fuck, we are the older no, people. Because, <laughs> okay, the exact same thing has happened to me. I mean, I don't have kids, right? I just me and my friend it was uh it was a midterms and we were hella stressed and this is college so it's not that long ago it's like a few months ago we went to the nearest Mm -hmm. arcade and there was this like like a rocking boat thing that kids are you know getting on and (laughs) (laughs) me and my friend we looked at each other like "Mm." you know it would be uh it would be crazy if, if we decided to actually get on that and I was like, yeah, it would, it would be crazy. It's just like, good thing we are crazy. And then we went to, yeah. and we went on it. And, it, it, yeah. and we thought it was, you know, it was strange. <laughs> because we're, nah, that is, that is such a wild yeah, moment. It, <laughs> it was like, a, <laughs> I can't describe how it felt like. No, I love that you, I love mm. that you did it though. No, no, I'm, yeah, look, no. I, we're, we're kindred no. spirits because I had that moment. We was just like, we're doing, we're doing it. There's, I don't care. Like, let's get on. You know, college life <laughs> yeah. takes everything it, away from you. So mm-hmm. it's, you know what? Let's do it. You know, we're, we've got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> then we did. Ease of stress. Yeah. Ease there the you stress. go. There trio. you go. Like I have no, I have no shame. <laughs> we Zero. here. Let's do nothing. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, sitting next to this little kid on the this, this oh, really swing ride. Him. Like, and, and then we were, we were I, like, oh yeah, this is nice. Bet you want to be on it, huh? You can't because we're here. And if we right, 
we're using it. <laughs> you got a line of kids going out the arcade just waiting with the, with their quarters in hand. Like, no, all right, come line. on now. <laughs> You've been on here for 10 minutes. <laughs> you got to let them know, like, I never know when I'm going to be able to do this again. You got to wait. <laughs> you only live once. Mm-hmm. You got to wait. You got to wait. My well. Let's okay. get to your music. All right. Because that's, that's, that's a big part of you. Yeah. We, we stayed in the anime room. We had TED Talks. We, we were improving the quality of life. <laughs> right. right. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll close the episode on the fun, on, uh-huh. on the fun uh-huh. things. Music Absolutely. And music and cosplay. Music and cosplay. Oh, everything so, is fun. But <laughs> it's all fun. It's all fun. This has been a great episode. So uh, was music, was, was that like, because uh, I know you, you grew up with anime and cartoons and whatnot. Was music always around, or did you like stumble into that later oh, in life? It's always been around. I think I was, uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> probably like three something when I saw. No, oh, wow, okay. It was uh, how old was I? I think I was like, I was in kindergarten. I think I remember Shakira's music video just came out. It was a uh, for the World Cup, and I remember looking at. it. I was like, how do you sound like that? How? Are you able to <laughs> produce such sounds from your, you know, from your, from your throat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I think I want to sing. I think I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start singing now. And then I did, and then never stopped. <laughs> it's just, it's been, uh, it's been a part of me. It's like, it's like. Were you were you like in the choir yeah, in school? And only there, in, like in, the only whole in high shebang. school, I think. Yeah, only in high school. Um, for a uh, one and a half years because of the pandemic, it was my high school years would like split in half because of the damn pandemic. But I was in the choir and it was, it was pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty fun. And I also had like a very brief vocal lesson thing, had it for like two months. And then I got sick of it. It was like, mm, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> it just stopped. <laughs> I just stopped seeing the coach. <laughs> And then here we are. <laughs> the student, the student has become the, the master. The student has moderator. become just not very studious. Is just what it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I'm out. I can do this now. <laughs> the student was just sick of of, of being told what to do. The didn't know what they were doing. They just wanted to do it themselves. The, the student left school early. <laughs> I hear you. Do you or do you, you remember? Just, uh, oh no, go ahead, Trev. No, I was gonna say you just recently had your first feature on the song. <laughs> That's so. where I was going. <laughs> Listen, th- Matt and I, I we, have, we have a wavelength going. Like, you don't see, you don't see the the. the it's, a, know, it's, a, it's a it's a thorough <laughs> line connected. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah, but what was that experience like, and how did that come about? How's it? How did it feel to to hear yourself featured on Ooh, a song for the first? It time? felt like. Hmm. How do I describe this? Um, it, it felt like uh, like listening to a song, like how you usually would, but then at a certain part, you like mm-hmm. you were you hear this very disembodied voice that you would usually hear come out of your mouth, but now it doesn't anymore. Mm. I'm more used to it with voice acting because I do it a lot more than, you know, singing. Um, I'm not used to hearing recordings of myself mm-hmm. singing in like someone's song. And then it happened and I was like, what do I do with this? But then I kept like listening about it. I sounded like this? <laughs> that was me? Huh, okay. I never knew I sounded like that. I didn't think I could I could make sounds. <laughs> but <laughs> it was fascinating. <laughs> Goodness, so uncanny in, in a really good way. <laughs> yeah. 
do you have do you have any um the uh, aspirations to have your own solo work or um start you know crafting your own your, your own work is there yes. is this a tease for some future work from mm, i mean <laughs> i've Breaking been news. i've been cooking up some things <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's been a hey. i've been doing that for years actually but <laughs> i've never been um brave enough to actually like say oh i'm writing something now it's usually just be like oh i just write things mm-hmm. and that's it but now I can proudly say that I am writing some things for the future. Yes. I love that. I love oh, that. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be dope. Do you, gonna be do dope. you do you have to like tap into something differently like when you're recording music versus like voice acting? Like is it like a, a different creative process or like a, a part of you that you gotta like drum up to like rise to the occasion? Sometimes actually. When I uh, because because singing is a lot more akin to acting than most people probably think because you can tell the difference between someone who sings and someone who sings. And yeah, <laughs> real and true. That's yeah, because uh, there's a there's a certain level of acting that you do when you sing a lot of times, especially when it comes to songs that are meant to reach their listeners. And uh, I do feel that a lot, especially when I was recording for for Vani's song. And it was like, mm, yeah. And and I remember when when he uh, sent me the lyrics, I was like, "Yep, yep, I'm doing this." And there's the the message <laughs> that that song conveys. It really spoke to me, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to ensure that whoever ends up listening to this in the future can can sort of hear where I'm coming from with 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 this with this message mm-hmm. somehow." <laughs> and I hope I hope. It is the case, <laughs> and, and and I'm curious how did how did Vani come across like knowing that like oh I, I want to get Maya on on the hook of this song like how the, I remember how um, we actually did a we did a, a similar thing it was an interview and um, <clears throat> I was uh, he actually discovered me through a video that I posted back in May June of last year. It was right after I got, mm-hmm. I got COVID. I caught COVID, and then I, I survived it. Love it. <laughs> Darn fit. Yeah, I think we, I think we all, yeah. we all got hit with it. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> Somehow, somehow, somehow you're like, you are the one percent, Matt. Yeah, I was gonna say, and it's funny because like I was probably out of our, out of me and Trash Friend Group, I probably should have been the one most oh, likely to get God. it. <laughs> I stayed I, inside. You were look, out. Like, I, refu- I don't get it. I refused to let the pandemic change my social meter. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna be out there. Good I was responsible, Lord. but I was still outside. <laughs> Menace, you love. <laughs> no, that's 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 my Instagram handle. Yeah. <laughs> Menace to sobriety. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember, but uh, after COVID, it was terrifying because obviously people have like different reactions to COVID, and my kind of uh, the aftermath of that for me was that my breaths become they they became very short, and I was like. No, this can't happen. I'm a voice actor. Like that's got oh, you know, that would be that would right. suck. And then mm-hmm. I uh it was around the time that Billie Eilish actually um released her song the 30th, the 30th, and there was a huge chunk of that song where she it sounded like she was singing it in like one go. And I was 
setting myself up for failure, but <laughs> but I tried it. Um, I tried doing that in, in one breath just to just to make sure, just to make sure that I can still sing. And yeah, <laughs> still got it. <laughs> and then I did and posted it. Didn't think it would really like. I mean, not a lot of people really saw it, and so I didn't think it would, you know, lead to this like butterfly effect of of, of being featured in a song. So I was like, that's whoa. You never really. It's when you least expect it, you know. It's oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He discovered that video. I was like, ah, uh, huh? Which video? Oh, oh, I, I did that. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> you saw that one? Oh, the one, the, the one right person yep. at the one right time. <laughs> exactly. That's all it takes. Do you have any skills that that you do use in both spaces? Like like a shared skill that does help you with voice acting versus versus singing. That like you carry between there's uh in singing both in singing and voice acting i think the most important thing is to understand what you're trying to tell people and if it's a character Mm -hmm. you need to understand where they're coming from why they're saying these things and 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 why they are the way that they are and it comes it comes from a place of, of of empathy and I think is that is the most important thing in voice acting and also singing. If you can't feel for what you're about to perform, you might as well not perform it. You're just reading and you're just, you know, um, singing tunes. You're just you're just doing all of these things. But on pitch, there's definitely a, a sense of empathy that you have to have in order to really perform in, in both of those senses. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I kind of want to ask like an off kilter question because I'm so happy that you do both. Because uh, I so I went to acting school and whatnot and everything. So you know I'm I'm a bit of a film junkie or whatnot. So, so I follow a lot of like my mm-hmm. favorite actors and stuff. And uh, I don't know if it's a coincidence or if it's like a, an intentional thing, but I kind of want to get your take on it. I find that like a lot of actors, you know, whether it be like you know the Johnny Depp's of the world or the Macaulay Culkins and stuff that like do music as well. For some reason, they tend to like keep their music personas like like an alter ego. It's like they don't. It's not like oh, I'm Johnny Depp and I sing. It's like oh, I'm Johnny Depp and then like I, I think the name of his band's like Midnight Vampire, Hollywood Vampire, one of the two. But it's just like it's one of those things like oh, if you mm-hmm. know, you know. It's like if I were to find it, like I was like oh shit, Johnny Depp sings. It's like cool, and then you find that he's been putting out <laughs> albums for twenty years, and it's just like he's never brought this up. Did not occur to me. <laughs> like the whole time. Of yeah. Co- Exactly, or like, yeah. or like the whole time Macaulay Culkin wasn't acting, he like joined a band that I think is called Cold Pizza. Could totally be phoning in the name of his band, but like for like 10, 15 years, he was like just <laughs> oh, in a band, like just like he like kind of retired from I acting. Was it was just in a band, like doing like small, intimate like bars, like and stuff like that. And it's um, like it's like a separation mm-hmm. of church and state. So like you as someone who does both, is that kind of like? A conscious decision like to keep like your acting career and your music career like separate to like two representations or is like or do you want to like blend them like hey i'm a voice the pizza, actor the pizza also, underground i knew it was something with pizza <laughs> 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 but i always just found that interesting or, or even if you like the show you i just found out recently that Penn huh. badgley's in a band like the, the the guy who plays joe of you and i was just like Never would have known if I didn't accidentally fall into a YouTube wormhole. I think <laughs> that's fascinating, too, because uh, I never really understood um, the urge to keep them separate because 
I grew up with singing. I just recently discovered voice acting, and then realized by you know through audio dramas that I've you know written and, and recorded for in the past that when you combine them, it's like a it's it's like Aladdin, a whole new world, and you you wouldn't have <laughs> you wouldn't have discovered it if you didn't try, and it's like it's addicting. It's like a, it's like a, it's got to be cracking it. I mean. When I try to, uh, mm. obviously, I'm gonna do this with my music in the future. There's gotta be, there's definitely gotta be like voice acting in it. There, there can't not be, you know. It, there has to be, and mm-hmm. it's what it feels like. You know what it feels like? It feels like theater, but for your ears, just your ears, and it's it's really good. It's Ooh. like. Hmm. I can close my eyes and pretend I'm somewhere else entirely, and that's like ooh, that's like a whole another level of, esca- of of escapism that I would love to be able to provide for people. <laughs> so, so, so when when you change the music industry and they ask you like, "Oh, where'd you come up with this idea?" Just be like you know, Dragon Ball for Life podcast. Mm-hmm. You had the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll I this love out. that. I love that. <laughs> We'll bleep this out. Okay, that's that's yours now. Just you know, just can send me my royalty check. That's all. <laughs> Ooh, but no, but that I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. Like I would have thought that like especially like <clears throat> music seems to be more like of of passion projects for people because it's yeah. like that's like your baby. That's like something that like you're putting out into the world. Or even if you have like a, a writing team, like you're putting like mm-hmm. your creative spin on it. I would always think that someone in the public spotlight would like shine more light onto that, you know, and whatnot. But it's just like, it's, it's always like you just said, Trav, you had no idea Macaulay Coco was in the band. So you just look, it's like, I would have never <laughs> I accidentally stumbled into these things. And they're all like really good singers. It's like, damn, yeah. why, why don't you talk about this yeah. more? Yeah. Like, it said they've been together since 2013. Like, like, yeah. Like they, like he, yeah, it's, it's like active. And that's, that's another thing. It's like, I'll find these like really obscure, you know, celebrity bands and they're like mm-hmm. been singing, like, for, like <laughs> sometimes predating the acting. It's just like, why don't you mix this together? Like, why don't you why? do the soundtrack for I your movie? I tell you uh, <laughs> uh, about an artist that actually inspired me to like really do that, like try to do that. Because at first it was a really foreign concept to me to combine the two. It was Zach Callison, the voice actor for Steven Universe. He actually put out an album Ooh. like back in 2019, okay. I believe. And he, it really did feel like theater for the ears. And I was like, how did he do that? Didn't even have to put like visuals or anything. I could picture these characters in my head. And they're still musically That's very, awesome. you know, um, entertaining and, and, and very fulfilling musically, too. It's like, how do you do that? And that's, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah. I hope he's doing well, wherever he is. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. Steve and you. Steve you. Steve you. <laughs> Shout out to Steve you. <laughs> nah. I lo- Could you imagine, like, being in a band with, like, let's say Macaulay Culkin, just to kind of stay with him <laughs> as the reference point. And, like... And like you're doing like a string of shows and some dive bars, and you're like, bro, can you use your celebrity to get us some bigger venues, please? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like I get you want to keep it separate, yeah. but we're struggling here. Yeah, just, make a, just one time, it's a one-time thing. It's one time. 
right? Like, bro, you go home to your mansion. Like, I go home to my mom's couch. Like, okay, help, help me out. <laughs> help me. Like, like, for you, this really for me. Oh, right. oh my gosh. Right. Oh my god. I could only imagine. I could only like just being up on stage with like a, a crowd of ten people <laughs> mad on the drums. Like this one, <laughs> right. yeah. we could be in stadiums mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> we always notice that sound check for your for your instruments. We always got to you know make sure the mic volumes turn a little bit down. You see, I got a lot, got a lot of angst. <laughs> <laughs> right. Facts. Like we just turn your shit off at this point. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to talk about <laughs> at this point? But no, but we we are very pleased. I've listened to the music; it's part of my research. I love the songs. I'm super excited for what you got coming out. Oh, send it to us first. <laughs> no, getting like send it to us. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go. But we covered the anime. You talked about your music endeavors. Let's get into the cosplay. And I think I I I think you mentioned in the pre interview that you like kind of recently just yes. got into it. Or has it hit Very recently. recently? So, what 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 got you here? What got you here? Did you realize how much of a time consuming <laughs> hobby it would be it's before a, it's you It's actually a, in? A, a, a peer pressure. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. No, it's not. <laughs> there you go. No, I mean, some, hey, look, that's sometimes it's the best way. That is, that is the <laughs> right. best way to get through anything. Uh, <laughs> it was um, it was it was a Halloween party. I remember um, we had to dress up for it, and I couldn't think of anything that I would want to dress up as. And then I remember that Chainsaw Man is a thing. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, you oh, know what? And a, Makima seems like a pretty <laughs> easy cosplay. And I did that. I rented, I rented, I didn't buy the wig. I rented the wig. Ain't it crazy? I don't think you guys do that there. Do you guys do that there? Do you rent wigs? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like if you can, no one yeah. ever thought to do it. It's a, it's a very common thing in here. People can, usually go to uh, party rent city. Out costumes, you can rent out like wigs and like props and whatnot. And I rented the most like the safest option, which is like just the wig. And obviously, Makima has a pretty easy costume. Mm. I just had to have like I just have to have like a a white shirt, a tie. A, a black, you know, black pants, fancy <laughs> boots, yeah. and yeah. I just had a little bit the contacts to it, and and all I had to do. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, the contacts to it. I've that. been wearing contacts for years, so it wasn't like a, a big concern. And and all you had to do is, is stand go. there menacingly, and you're Makima. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that about <laughs> that checks out. I should I should do that, and then I did, and it was it was <laughs> way more fun than I would have imagined. It's like. This is interesting. People look at me, but they don't look at me. And that's weird and good and weird. And and a little bit on un, you know, unsettling in a good way. And I want it and I I'm, I'm gonna keep doing this. And then I yeah. <laughs> and I, I bought the wig after like uh two months. I it was like hmm, commitment. I'm committing to this. <laughs> Yeah, like, I should just keep this. It was, uh... I I just imagine a party. I just imagine a party of, like a, a people with a bunch of like really low budget cheap costumes, and then here you walk in, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, "Damn, I'm about to go change." <laughs> well, I'm gonna get my drink and leave, right? <laughs> I knew I should have sprung for the full bat suit. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> still, still sitting in the shopping cart. 
do you have do you have any plans to like maybe like not, not necessarily uh-huh. do this professionally but you know like cosplayers it's it a is. lifestyle <laughs> you know they go to all the events mm-hmm. you know they they do it up shout out to tiger lily another uh dragon ball for mm-hmm. life podcast guest uh who she is super duper oh, hardcore like she 3d prints like all her props crazy. and makes them yeah, from her, scratch like she's made like yeah she's made like the buster blade off final fantasy like the master keyblade yeah. off kingdom hearts and like from mm-hmm. scratch and they look yeah. like store-bought like it's, it's some people cosplay and others become <laughs> like, character and i just don't understand it <laughs> i never understand i've, I've never actually nah, made it um i've never example. made cost you know costumes i've never made um props most of them i would like rent and if i could style the wig myself i would do it and so when i see these insanely talented cosplayers just make things will them into existence and i'm just like huh you do you that's insane i wish i could do that but i can't (laughs) (laughs) you said i was gonna do that but then i got busy that one day had i not had to go food shopping that's it yeah (laughs) totally Like I knew, I knew you were coming, and I knew you were wearing that. So I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna chill." <laughs> Just all the excuses, all the excuses in the world. Do Do you have any like you know like uh creative ambitions to like do this like at a, again? I don't want to use the word professional because I know that's like a totally you got to fully come. You got to stop doing everything else you're doing <laughs> to like yeah. commit to doing that yeah. at a high level. But like maybe uh just got to get like get more into it like kind of like dive deeper into i'm like, still kind lifestyle. of like you know like dipping my toes in the in the in the water seeing how it feels because um i have been going on to conventions lately and i just gotta say it's a, it's an experience <laughs> it's, a, it's fun it is fun oh like but sometimes it does get a little overwhelming because like in Indonesia, um, specifically in the city that I live in right now, events and conventions of the sorts, they tend to get really crowded. And I don't really do well with like a lot of people. Mm. And the thing is with conventions, you just walk among mm. them. It's not like you can just like go somewhere where it's like, you know, less people there. But you're just kind of there and, and right. you got to learn. You got to you got to try to survive and breathe. And it's like sometimes it gets overwhelming. But um I do like that people would appreciate your cosplay. People would just like, come up to you, ask for pictures. And um, that's one thing that I think I'm doing this for is, is to see like how excited people get to see their favorite characters, you know, being brought to life, which is also the same reason I voice act, um, but now in a much more intimate level, right? Um, I do love that. I, I love the reactions that people have. I do need to regulate like just how much um, I can take within just one convention. That's a that's gonna be a long journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lot. Gotcha. Has that? Have you always kind of been like, oh, I prefer smaller crowds? Or is that like a new fear unlocked I because of the pandemic? I think it might have to do with the <laughs> pandemic because before this, I was going on like you know, you know, festivals and whatnot, and I was just fine. But I think um, over over the years, years like two years of, of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's felt it's felt like so it's felt like yeah, a double felt lifetime. So so long. <laughs> like, over the pandemic, I think a lot of people have built this kind of resistance 
towards being in crowds. And I think it also affected me without really realizing it. And so, yeah, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that because it's funny because, you know, Trav knows that I'm I'm a mm. I'm a social butterfly, <laughs> so it's like I've I've always been the person you know the I always say uh, the larger the party the inti- the more mm-hmm. intimate the experience because <laughs> it's like I feel like when you're in like a small gathering it's like you have no choice mm. but to pay attention to everybody but like really large things actually can tend mm. to be very private because oh, everybody's just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. enjoying everything in the mass yeah and I kind of like feed off of like. Mm-hmm. other people's energy like I, li- I like i love large gatherings because it's just like time spent is like my preferred like love mm-hmm. language so just like you know being around just like a crowd of people just with good vibes is kind of like it, the dopamine levels for yeah. me are like off the charts but it's just like now yeah post pandemic when i see like a large crowd of people i'm like i mm-hmm. want to <laughs> i might but it looks like there's a lot of germs in there. What it is? That looks that looks yeah. real COVIDy in the middle burning. section of the crowd, right there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang around the house. I'm gonna circle around the outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's also I think like when when you spend oh, time in proximity with other people a lot, you would be used to just being around people and, and, and the feeling of being close to someone else. Yeah. Uh, once you're accustomed to not doing so, and all of a sudden you're exposed to a very large crowd, you can't help but not know what to do. You're just kind of frozen there. And that has happened to me a lot in conventions. And I was like, huh, I think it's better to bring a friend with me a lot of times because then they can distract me from the crowd. And they're like, oh, I can just pay attention to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like con, con, cons and conventions are something that, like, it's kind of implied to go with, like, a group. Yeah, like, that that's is part true, of the yeah. fun. Like, you know, right. seeing, what all your, seeing what all your friends mm. are going to wear, or y'all wear, like, Definitely. a team costume and stuff like that. I feel like that's, like, yeah, that's, like, part. It's like going to the movies. Like, I did, I did gain a love of going to the movies by myself in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It is very relaxing. But I do prefer. I would prefer to go with people so we could like. Yeah. Did you just see that? <laughs> or you know when the or when the trailers come on, like yo, we're seeing that. Like that's like the best part of a movie. Like looking over, y'all just have that look. Like yeah, we gonna see that. Or if the trailer's trash, like yeah, we gonna pass <laughs> that. Like, we'll wait. We'll wait till that one goes out on DVD. Maya. Yeah. there you go. Go right, go right down Broad Street. Like, <laughs> get that, get that real quick. <laughs> get that and some cologne, <laughs> all at all at the same time. <laughs> oh man, well, my, but we could talk to you all day, and we we say all the time that you know when guests come on this podcast, you are a forever repeat guest. So if you have anything that you want to talk about at a later date, or if you just want to come on and just shoot the shit with us, we would love to have you back. But before we kind of let you go on about the rest of your evening, because you are in the future and, <laughs> yeah. and enjoy, yeah, and enjoy right. your Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we want to, uh, if you have anything that you want to promote or anything you got coming up or anything that you just kind of want to just like put out there in the interwebs, please, the floor is yours. Let the people know where they can find you. What's well, I am mostly on Instagram and it would be May spelled M-A-E makes voices. And that is May makes voices. And I am on Twitter, which is Love Maya Fathina Vio. And I think that's about it. Do I have any other like social media platforms? I don't think I do. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> we do the same where thing. Am where am I? Where are we? Right? Yeah. Um, do I exist? I don't know. Do I log in on? Questionable. I don't think I exist. Uh, <laughs> um, YouTube, yeah, but I don't really post anything there, so I don't see why people would go there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I voice act, I cosplay, I sing, I act sometimes. Um, I write poetry too. If you'd like to check that out, it's Moon Thief Poetry on Instagram. Um, I don't really, um, I don't really shout it out a lot because it's just like a thing that I do. <laughs> I don't really want to put a lot of attention to, but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. And I think that about sums up what I do on the interwebs. Yes. You got anything coming up that you? Want I people am to know writing about? some music that I. I think I'll be working on a lot more intensively in the near future and uh, some song covers actually as well that I'm very excited about. And I'd be putting out a singing reel. So look forward to that. That's that's exciting. Hey. Uh, yeah. Let's go. The- theater for theater the years for the coming years. soon. <laughs> Real, very Coming real, soon. very soon. <laughs> my my good brother Troto Trev, do you have any final thoughts, my good sir? No, I just this is a great way to start my my day. Oh yeah, facts. <laughs> I have a whole day. Morning. Wow, totally forgot I have a whole day to do. You're about to just go to bed <laughs> after this. <laughs> Yo, yeah, right? Look, I'm we're, I'm we're, up now. We're so accustomed, yeah. But no, this was this was uh, a great interview, Maya. We thank you so thank much you for, for having coming me. on and having this conversation with us. And as Matt said, you are now a forever recurring guest. And you know, we're super excited to see what your career is going to lift off, and also very excited to see to hear your mm-hmm. your music as well. So, you know, we're, you're you're always welcome here. But also, thank, thank you so much you for, for having me. It's been such a great, Absolutely. great, great way to spend my evening. Holy crap! I didn't even realize it's like it's, uh, it's pretty late now. <laughs> yeah, I see you now. Here we go. <laughs> and my, if you if you ever find yourself stateside, please hit us up because we would love to hang out, talk Definitely. about dear of the ears. and what a what a what a giant success you've become since the last time we spoke we would love to definitely catch up with you in real time but uh for our lifers out there we will put all of my socials in the link in the description in the bio of this episode and like we always say here at db4l whether you watch it or you read it we all need it. So follow your fandom right back here, and we will see you next time on Dragon Ball Faux Life. Dodon Ray. Shout out to super producer Mikey. Get up, get up. And shout out to Yali. All. Hey. <laughs> mm. Mortals, listen up. It's your god of destruction, Beerus here. Subscribe and follow the Dragon Ball for Life podcast, or else you shall be erased from existence. Okay.